Welcome to episode 15 of the Warrior Pulse. I am your host, Trey Heath, and today I am massively outsized by two volleyball players here at Weber. I have Daniel Hermida and Justin Beecher, both of them seniors from O-Town, where the magic happens, the Church Street Station, the happiest place on earth, and I guess volleyball. So welcome, Daniel. Welcome, Justin. We're glad you guys are here. Um, want to talk to you both about volleyball, education, family life, and uh, different things that, that, that excite you guys. So first of all, Daniel, welcome. And uh, you're a major in sport performance, health, and fitness. What does one do with that degree? So uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking to go into a physical therapy and uh, hopefully open up my own business where I train college athletes or college-bound athletes so I can help them back from injury or get to the level where they want to be. And Justin, for you, you're an integrated marketing communications. What does, what does one do with that? Um, a big thing with that is focused heavily on social media and stuff like that. Um, something I would personally like to do with it is maybe involved with the sports field. So either running, like my cousin got an opportunity to run like the sports or social media for like the Tennessee Titans and stuff like that. So something like that, um, I would love to do with it. Or honestly, there's marketing like in every, every day in everyone's life. So we'll see honestly where it takes me. Well, not that I'm a professional business person, but you want to get into the helping athletes and you want to do the social media side, I, maybe there's a tie in here. But also, since you guys have known each other since you were about 13, 14 years old and played volleyball, I'm guessing you've already discussed those options. Um, volleyball. Men's volleyball in Florida hasn't been a big thing uh, on the collegiate side for too long. How did you get into volleyball anyway in Florida and, and, and what drew that love as we celebrate Valentine's Day. We'll talk a little bit about love today. Um, what drew you, Justin, what, we'll start with you. What drew you into volleyball? Um, I'm going to be honest, talk about love. Someone I love, my cousin, Alex Beecher, she actually uh, got me in uh, involved with volleyball. So she started playing when she was about like middle school or high school. And we actually live right next door to each other. So it's like my, our house, obviously, in my, my uh, uncle's house and my, my dad's brother. And uh, when you like, when you pepper, like in volleyball, like bump set spike or whatever, uh, she would always ask me to do it uh, when I was little. And so she basically got me into it. That's when we started. Then I started playing middle school and high school and then club ball. And that's how it all began for me. And Daniel, for you? Uh, so volleyball for me started in sixth grade. Uh, my mom forced me to try out. I said I was going to do every other sport but volleyball, and then she was like, no, 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 I play volleyball, so you have to do it. I was like, all right, and uh, just kind of took off from there. Once I made the team, I was slowly fell in love with it. And, and speaking of making the team and, and finding that love for the volleyball, it's, it's pretty interesting that both of you played for the same club at Ocean Bay Volleyball, and and that that growth and and you were introduced by your cousin and you were introduced by your mom and look where it's brought you you're both going to end up this year with a degree and and moving forward and you got to play collegiately um through those times so that's that's pretty cool um talking about falling in love with volleyball i've got a quote here from matt anderson who was on the 2012 olympic team i fell in love with volleyball because it gave and still gives me so much joy when playing but it still remains challenging 
How does that, when you're talking about that now, that love of volleyball and you're a senior, how do you still find joy in the competition? And Daniel, we'll start with you. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's something that's hard to describe every time uh, when you're either hitting a ball or serving a ball. Like, just, just so something feels good about it. And then you're on a team uh, with six people on the court with you and being successful with that whole group just gives you an amazing feeling. Justin? Yeah, just honestly, like, the the atmosphere of some of the games when you have, especially, like, a packed house, like, just the feeling, uh, I definitely agree, like, the feeling you get when you're playing in front of a bunch of fans or you get a crazy good kill or a nice set or some, some crazy play happens, it's just, it's just, like, a crazy feeling, and there's just always something um, over the years that, like, makes you, like, fall in love with it, fall in love with it more. And I'm, I'm going to take a break here and tell you, if you haven't seen men's volleyball, you don't know what speed in a close quarters looks like. It's like going to a shooting range and trying to catch the bullet. The, the men's volleyball is so fast, so powerful. Um, one, I, you guys, I don't know where the bruises are that you're hiding because the ball is going so quickly. Um, Daniel, for you, you played, you've played outside for most of your uh, collegiate career. Justin, for you, you've played everything but libero. Is, is that because you didn't want to wear a different colored shirt? <laughs> um, Not necessarily. Honestly, I wish I could play libero. I was saying maybe the, the defense isn't really there. I'm a little big to be libero. Um, but no, honestly, uh, I like to be a team player. Uh, Weber has needed me in just about every position, as I said, as you said. Um, so no, I've just you know learned to like I said adapt. It's just another like love for the game. Something has just grown me as a person on and off the court, and it's just something like I said that if I can help my team win, uh, I'm gonna do it. Awesome, Daniel. You played uh, you played one season at Erskine as a freshman, one season at Lincoln Memorial, and your past two seasons have been here at, at Weber. But your first year that you were at Weber, you were actually named the Attacker of the Week, and you've been also a first-team conference uh, player. And uh, what does that mean when on, on a, such a team-related sport, what does it mean when you get that honor of being named the Attacker of the Week? You, you must, you must, do you give a little bit of props to the setter? Oh, yeah. No, all, all my props goes to the setter, goes to the passers. I mean... One thing that you stress since the beginning of ever playing volleyball is that you have to pass first, and then after the pass, then comes the set, and then the kill. So if those first two things don't go right, there's no chance for the kill. And that's the whole reason we got the award is because we were able to get that many kills. And I feel like it's more of a team award than a personal award because of that reason. You can't do it without the other two parts. And Justin, for you, you've been a multiple-time Mid-South Conference player or Defender of the Week, and I'm going to pitch you guys against one another here in a second, but what do those honors mean to you on the defensive side? Because for him, he has to have the setter to give him the attack, but for you, you're just having rifles shot at you. What does that mean when you when you win those awards? Um. Yeah, honestly, definitely. Uh, on the defensive side, like I said, the offensive side is, is crazy how um how fast paced it is as you said so yeah when defense either blocking or a ball coming at you 
Um, it's it's it definitely is like back back to that feeling. It feels good when you get a ball up or you get a nice blocker. You block like I said straight down. We call it roofing people. Yeah. And uh, like I said, but I mean, yeah, same thing. Like without, I mean, there is solo blocks, but you know, you always have you always there's always it's always a team sport. You know, you have your other blocker coming in to help, or you're funneling your hit to your libero or your other defenders and stuff like that. So it's always uh, that's also like I said, yeah, a team a team thing, and also it. It feels good when you do get it because you said, like you said, you know that your team helped you along with you um, helping out the team. So let's let's pitch you guys against one another here: offense, hitter, attacker, and then we have the more defensive-minded guy who's blocking and all that kind of stuff. Which one feels better, going up and blocking somebody or hitting one inside the ten-foot line? Or, or let me add another one: digging. Which one of those is gonna feel? The most rewarding when you're on the court, Daniel. I'm gonna have to say blocking. Honestly, getting a block is the best feeling. Just cause uh, when you when you do roof someone, generally they think that they're about to get a kill, and then <laughs> you come out of nowhere and press, and it just it hits the right spot, and you like you can kind of like feel it go all the way down your body, and it just gives you that kind of like shiver, and then you get really excited and have a good time with your team. Go ahead, Justin. What do you yeah, think? honestly, I'm gonna have to agree with that 100. Uh, getting getting a block is definitely like thrilling. Like, yeah, that you you get a feeling that probably runs through your body, especially if it's a hard hit or a big hit or whatever. Someone, and it's just like you. There's only you only have one job really to worry about when you're going to block. And so you, if you put all the right motion and everything through it and stuff like that, and you know, and you just have this feeling like, oh, I'm about to roof this kid. Like, and then he comes and it happens. It's like it's a great feeling. <laughs> So I, I, I was reading through some stuff, just kind of trying to catch up on some men's volleyball things. And um, where is the net now height-wise? One of you, either one of you can answer. And, and, I, and I'll ask this so that you can continue speaking is, where is the net height-wise and do you feel it's tall enough? So the height is uh, just under nine feet. Okay. Um, so I, for me, I think it's high enough. <laughs> I'm a... I'm not really that tall, and uh, my vertical is not that great. But uh, yeah, I would love to play on a women's net if, <laughs> if that was the case. But Justin, what do you think? Yeah, I'm saying the same thing. I think, like I said, when you reach up, probably like my like fingertips are up to the white tape stuff like that. So I mean, to me, it's a good height. I mean, there's some big boys out there that play six, 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 eight. So, I mean, it's kind of like easy for them. But obviously, we're not that, and we're not there. But yeah, like I said, when we go, when you walk into a volleyball court and there's girls' nets and men's nets set up, it's crazy the difference that you can see. And like when you go, you just walk on the court of a women's net and you kind of just laugh or smile, just be like, yeah, man, I wish I could, we could play on this because it would be like a whole other game. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, when you guys are playing the volley, you know, you've played volleyball for so long, you're, you're so competitive, you're both successful at what you do. How do you carry that success and that drive because I feel like especially for seniors you're you're looking forward to what's happening next how do you carry that drive over um to in the sport to keep digging when you're trying to look forward to the future what what makes you because for you guys it's not really a a big like it's hard to go professional indoor volleyball so it's you're looking at your future as a professional human versus a professional athlete. Justin, what do you think? How do you how do you drive through and keep pushing forward to be better? 
Man, I gotta tell you, that's a good question. Uh, honestly, these four years here at Weber have been one heck of a ride. It's been up and down, stuff like that. And if it ain't like honestly, I've always I've already thought of like the caption I want to put for like when I'm when I'm done with like the season and stuff like that. And I'd be like, thank you uh, for the sport that has like made me the person who I am today. Because honestly, volleyball has made me the person I am on and off the court. The challenges you go through uh, with volleyball, with with teams, with coaches, with players, with injuries, with whatever it may be the case, um, you you definitely learn a lot. And a lot of coaches I had, which a lot of coaches try to be, is a good thing. Is they don't just try to, like you said, help you on the court, on the field, they also try to help you personally when you're when you're done playing your sport. And that is something I can definitely say volleyball has done throughout my years and especially here at Weber. A lot of things have changed and we've grown and it definitely is gonna help me out uh, help me out later on in life. Danny? Yeah, um as Justin said, the like the coaches they help uh, form us into like young men and teach us a lot about life and I think we can also pull a lot of good things out of the game of volleyball and put them into real life for example working with things that don't go your way that's something that uh, we've gotten uh, very mentally strong about like being able to overcome that and uh, I think that's something that uh, helps me out in school and in my work life as well. So as we celebrate Valentine's Day today you know that the the relationship of of the couple that we celebrate Valentine's Day for, you know, it's very much being in college athletics and being on a team is very much like the golf caddy relationship. You know that that caddy knows so much about the player. Do you guys ever think about like I know more ins and outs about my teammate than I do about maybe the girl I'm dating and and you know, you know more the good, the bad, the ugly. And in those relationships that you build with teammates like I know he's going to go to the left on this and I better cover to the right and do you ever do you get those intuitive thoughts that that really lead to like it almost looks like just water flowing through the river yeah I mean especially with Justin I mean after playing together for so many years and being around each other since middle school uh, I mean it even like we we were apart for probably three years and then we came back and played together over the summer and first time back you could see it like you could we we had a connection that had not been there for three years and it's just like you kind of once you get that you don't really lose it so and I and it's funny because I do know him a lot better than I know my girlfriend <laughs> so yeah yeah, I don't. I don't say that stuff being naive. I say that <laughs> yeah, stuff because yeah. you kind of know. Spot on, Justin. No, yeah, that's definitely pretty accurate. Like I said uh, tendencies is a big thing that we like tend to talk about in volleyball, whether it's the opposing team or you're on your same team. But yeah, same thing. I'll go with Danny. I do know him pretty well, and like one thing that will always stick with me and stuff like that is pretty funny. Which usually is the opposite of hitters, but when he gets mad. Usually, like, players may not play as well or, like, they don't want to be on the court or whatever, stuff like that. But with him, when he gets mad, I tend to set him more balls, actually, because when he gets mad, he tends to swing harder. He's like, all right, like, they just tried me. Like, I'm about to I'm about to just, like, bang a ball down and stuff like that. So, yeah, so with him, like, I, I know a lot of times, like I said, either uh, defensively or offensively, a lot of tendencies are what, like, what may, the outcome may be with him. 
but that's definitely one thing that I, I always forget that I've told people multiple times be like look no like if Danny's mad like I'm setting him because he's 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 trying to crush the ball so. <laughs> we're gonna get inside the 10 foot line right yeah. so Justin <clears throat> I want to talk to you a little bit like I feel like both of you mentioned that volleyball was brought to you by family members and on Justin I, I understand that you kind of like are the family man you're an uncle you got three nephews and a niece are you influencing them with your love of volleyball to play volleyball? Are you influencing them to find sport? Are you influencing them with education? How, how do you use what you've learned on the volleyball court and at Weber to influence th- those people that you care so much about? Right. Uh, no, I love them. I, I wish I could see them a little more, but uh, honestly, my oldest uh, nephew, He's probably going to be the brains. He's a very, very smart cookie. He loves to adventure. He loves to build things, stuff like that. He's only like six, maybe seven now. And he's always like working, doing something. And then I got, then it's my niece. She's like the little like beauty or whatever. She loves, she loves to dress up, makeup, stuff like that. Then there's my third um, nephew, or second nephew, sorry. Which he's, he's like, I feel like the spin image of me or like a little mini me and even like my dad. And he is the sportsman. And uh, honestly, like you said, I would love for any of them to play volleyball and stuff like that. Uh, but I honestly would push them probably more towards like baseball or football. Just because, like I said, for the scholarship opportunities, for going pro, for just, uh, you know, building them into a better person. But I mean, if I definitely have the opportunity uh, when I'm around them more, when they get a little older, I absolutely will introduce them to volleyball. Daniel, what about for you? Got anybody that's that that was you were influenced do you have anybody that influence that you're trying to influence i'm trying to influence everybody honestly i mean if i if i can make a difference in someone's life or i can lead them down the right path uh something that could change their life like a college scholarship uh i would definitely do it like i have this friend that i went to high school with he actually attended weber last year um he was not going to play college sports and i said I'll teach you how to play volleyball. <laughs> and a year and a half later, he got a scholarship from Weber, and he, we got to play a season together last year. So That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. You guys have both talk, talked about the competition, the peppering, the, the things that have made volleyball what it is to each of you. Um, I'm going to give you this quote, uh, Karch Karai, who said, practice like it's competition and compete like it's another day on the practice court. When you guys are grinding it out in the gym, how do you transition that those those grinding sessions of practice into fun times of competition? We'll start with you, Daniel. Um, one way that I'm able to keep that competition level is uh, knowing that our season can be taken from us just like that. Uh, last year we had a perfect example when we were up in Louisville playing against Campbellsville University. We uh, we get there, we're at the hotel, and coach tells us, "Oh, season's canceled." Just like that, there goes my junior year. So n- knowing that that can be just taken away from me like that uh, continues uh, to make me drive and be competitive throughout every practice, throughout every game, because. I never know when it's going to be the last time that I touch a volleyball. It really makes you appreciate what you have, and I think that's something that 
you're definitely put into your memory banks that you're going to share with other people, especially if you take the, what you, what you want to do and you start working with athletes and like, no, you need to take this rehab seriously. Like, I think, I think that's something you can share. Justin, for you? Yeah, no, they say uh, like good volleyball is fun volleyball. And so if you're out there like on the court and you're not having fun, honestly, you're probably not going to perform well either. Uh, things don't flow right. Same thing in practice. When our energy is low, or we're not having fun or drills aren't going well, stuff like that. Like stuff doesn't seem to go the right way. So it's just, yeah, a lot a lot of it is really having fun. Like, and that's honestly one of the biggest reasons I pick uh, volleyball over like baseball and football and stuff like that is because of how fun the sport is. And um, that's just, that's something that, like I said, I've grown, grown on from that. And something as like a family we build, like as a team, we are basically all a family and we like said, have a lot of fun together on our trips. We have a lot of fun together and such. So, yeah. Do you guys ever compare bruises? <laughs> like, man, they got you good today, or anything like that. <laughs> anything? No, I mean, yeah. and honestly, it may have probably, we may have probably got bruises when we first started playing. But honestly, like, you you get used to it. Your your body gets used to it. I guess like the amount of impact stuff like that coming. But I mean, there's there's times, unfortunate times, where you get some bruises where you may not want. But other than that, it's, I don't, honestly don't think your arms will get red for sure, especially the barrows or DSs or people that pass a lot. But bruising wise, no, nah, I can't. It may not be that bad. It may, maybe more concussions if you get hit in the face or something like that. Yeah. Then that's that's a possibility. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about the indoor volleyball, which what you which which is what you guys specialize in. But so many people are more familiar with, and I, and I say this in in, in a very. Uh, positive term the more sexiness of the beach volleyball it's 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 kind of taken over what volleyball was even though indoor was so popular for so many years have have either one of you transitioned into that world and and do you feel it's something that you may be able to continue to play after the indoor season and life and, and you move on to the professional world is over with um, yeah, so like I said, I'm not sure what I'll do to continue my volleyball career, like indoor-wise. Uh, both of us could probably go play professionally, like overseas. But beach volleyball, I've actually kind of found a, like a, a love for it a little bit. Uh, it started like last summer, two summers ago. I played a little bit, a couple of tournaments. Then this season at Weber, we were able to get a, a beach a beach team going here. And we both uh, played, played a couple of tournaments together and won some. And so that's something I said, if I'm, when I graduate and I'm done with my indoor, I definitely want to like play indoor and stuff for fun. But I feel like I would take my volleyball skills and go out to the beach and start training with beach, start playing lots of tournaments. There, it's like all over like the country and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, beach is definitely something that like I would look forward to. Yeah, they even play beach volleyball in Nebraska, which is mm-hmm. ironic to me. Yeah, Wisconsin, uh, when I went yeah. to my family, stuff, they even have like courts out at, yeah. the, at the bar stuff. Which is really stuff. ironic considering yeah. there is no beach. But yeah. Daniel, what about you? Yeah, uh, this this summer is the first time that I had my first real experience with beach volleyball. I've mainly been an indoor player, but I I definitely started to uh, grow a love for it because it, it feels so much better on my body. Like my knees don't ache when I play beach. Uh, but honestly, going to a beach volleyball tournament, like a professional beach volleyball tournament, the community there, like all the people there. They just want to have a good time. They want to, like, they're all friends, and I, I love that atmosphere. I love being around them and competing. I think it's a lot of fun. Well, until you guys wear jeans and uh, are flying F-14s, you can't be as cool as Tom Cruise and Top Gun. <laughs> 
playing beach volleyball. But nonetheless, you know, I wish you guys the best on that, and and it's something that that I think kind of like you said extends the extends your playing time because the the you know same thing happens in the tennis world you you finish playing and you're beating yourself up on hard courts and all of a sudden you're playing on this nice soft clay and everybody's like oh I can play till I'm 80 and you know so I think for you guys that really does extend it um we'll finish up with some just some of those strange things like for Justin I I see that one of your fun things to do is to wear crazy shoes while you're playing yeah. What do you mean by crazy shoes, and why is that your thing? Well, hold on, let me show you real quick. You <laughs> of course. <laughs> and Daniel, I want you to think about some quirk or uniqueness that you have that you bring to the volleyball court while Justin's. All right, so this is as crazy as I got this year. I got some crazy. These are Russell Westbrook Jordan, uh, the why not shoes. But I don't know. I've I've always liked to have. For me, it's always been. You look good, you play good. I don't know, I always like that. I always like, uh, make sure, I, like, I, like I said, I look good when I step out on the court. And to me, I've always like crazy, crazy shoes and just like cool outfits and just, I grew up watching like basketball and playing and stuff like that. So they always had like cool shoes. And it's just been like a thing for me, I like to also stand out. <laughs> and so that's just something that I've always gone with. Daniel? You got any? You got any quirks, <laughs> desires, needs that that you kind of have to have before you walk on the court? Uh, hmm, that's a tough one. Uh, I don't know if I have any like needs or desires, but I think something that I, I guess it's not really like a quirk or anything special, but I, I'm pretty loud out there. I like to talk. I do a lot of talking on the court, so and then I let my uh, my play talk as well, so. So where did the, you said you like to feel good and, and you said you feel good, dress good, you, you play good. Is that something that was internalized for you or is that something that you saw other player? Where did that come from for you? I mean, honestly, I think it's just like, yeah, like, kind of like a feeling I've got. But I mean, like I, from watching and seeing other players, what sport it is. I mean, I've seen guys like a lot of like the top guys, the good people, like the good players do wear like some crazy shoes or they always have something uh, or wear a different shoe like every game. So it's just, I don't know, something I just, maybe it's just, it could just yeah, be in my head, but I know I've, like other people I've, I've heard say like, look good, play good. But uh, no, honestly, it could just be yeah, something internal that I've just, like I, feel like, like I said, I feel if I look good, like I just got like the swag going and I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so. No, I, 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 don't, I don't disagree with those. I think, I think that's important. I think players, we all have, if you're an athlete and you're good at what you do, you have, there's something different in, in the brain. You like the, the baseball pitchers that won't touch the line. They got to jump over the line, or they have to throw eight pitches, and this one has to be perfect. So I, I get it. But uh, we're gonna finish up with Daniel and Justin. I really appreciate um, them joining us for the podcast today. Want to wish you guys both happy Valentine's Day. Make sure you do something special for the one that you love, like, or just like to hang out with. Um, when do you guys start competing, and where can we find you guys? Uh, so we actually have a scrimmage this Friday, but our first official game is February uh, 10th at Warner University, so against our rival. I just start off the season with a win against them. Um, always check out WeberAthletics.com, find the link for men's volleyball, check out the schedule, and there's always, like I said, if there's a live feed, there will be links, and you can print out our schedule and follow along, and hope we hope you watch. Well, we hope you guys get out and watch some men's volleyball. It is definitely something unique that you don't get to see on 
many college campuses in the state of Florida, and it, it is a fast-paced, exciting uh, evening of uh, men's athletics. So want to thank Daniel. want to thank Justin. Thank you very much for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Warrior Pulse. Bye-bye.